Hey, board gamers, PJ from Board Game Gumbo here. Back in the gumbo Back pod. In the gumbo pod. <laughs> Hold on, do the ventriloquist. Ready, uh, Adam? Hey, board gamers, PJ from Board Game Gumbo here. Back in the gumbo pod. That's Jake talking. <laughs> he turned it on as soon as I took a drink of water. I wasn't even looking. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, the big three are back together. We got Jay and me, and of course we've got Adam in the corner. Oh, Adam the Austin. Let me get Adam in the corner there. Adam the Austin in. All right, you guys, tell me. I know that uh, you've been playing some pretty cool stuff lately. Jay, what what you got? Yeah, I've I've been playing a lot of like new stuff and um, trying to get in all the latest and hottest games. But recently, I played a game that came out a long time ago, but is still really really good. I say a long time ago, it's like. You, know, you and I actually played it together. Yeah, right. Cartographers by Thunderworks Games. Um, if you don't know what Cartographers is, it is a, a flip and write game where all of the players are using the same cards in order to build out uh, this like top-down view of a map, of a land that you get to create. The theme is really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really interesting the way you can like change, rearrange the polyominoes, choose different textures from your... Um, opponents so like your maps won't be exactly the same because you get some some options on the cards and you're trying to score these different um, objectives that are uh, mixed up between the seasons during gameplay or during each different gameplay so you get some replayability you don't know exactly what you're going to be scoring over the four seasons but you have to kind of like prioritize what you're going to do and what you're uh, going to ignore for this season. Um, so I got to play that with some some kind of fresh gamers into the they hobby. Have played, have they played it before? They'd never played it before, mm-hmm. but they saw us playing it at Jet Coffee, and they were like, this looks really cool. Were yeah. they familiar with the flip and write or a roll and write before? Or this was their first mm. foray into that? I, I don't know. Sure. So it's, it's funny because um, I've Be- known them for a while, and they're big on video games, right? Are they? Yeah. But I, I didn't oh, you know. you know these people, Adam? No, 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 I don't know. But uh, I wasn't, I wasn't I quite sure if they were uh, like heavy into to board games. So I kind of brought some light stuff. I brought cartographers. I brought, uh, I think I brought Abandoned All Artichokes, Pictomania, some light stuff for them to get into. And then when I was setting it up, they were mentioned in terms like deck building and worker placement. And I was like, wait a oh, second. Wait, wait. Hold on. You guys, like, you, you're gamer gamers, and, um... Hey, Steve, Steve checking in, the name father. Hey, what's up, Steve? We're talking cartographers. I don't know if Steve's ever played that one, but... Being a big fan of, uh, campaign games, uh, cartographers is in the world of Ulos, which yeah. is also a role player, uh-huh. and one that we're, a campaign I'm about to finish oh, called wow. Role Player Adventures. You played Role Player Adventures, I keep forgetting I'm, that. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm at the last, we're, we're, we're right now we're at the main mission, I think we're going to do the side quest again. Okay. The side quest is another gl- gladiator arena thing, but now that we've made, wow. some, made our mark That's in the really land, cool. we're going to go back to the gladiator arena and see if we can't make our mark in one of the factions that we've grown a lot more uh, powerful in. What I do like is that Thunderworks tries to put all their adventure games into this land of Ulos? Ulos. Yeah, Ulos. Yeah. U-L-O-S. So they're all in that role-player adventures. Keith Matekis does a good job of kind of integrating all these. Yeah. The storylines are, are pretty good. Now, the cartographer's theme or setting is pretty cool. I don't think the story comes out so much because it's basically a flipping, right? Yeah, I mean, you're creating, you're, you're um, car- cartographing, I right. guess, lands within the land of Ulos, I guess, and, and you're, you're making up these different parts of the world. Which map but... did y'all do? We did Just we did like the, the basic base one. Map? Yeah. Okay. Actually no, we did the, the backside with the chasm in the okay. middle. Yeah. 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 I, I do like the chasm. Okay. Yeah. So it was really cool. Steve, I think you'd like it. I mean, obviously it plays, you know, one to a hundred, but 
It has tons of replayability. It has tons of new maps where there's like volcanoes, oh, yeah. chasms. Well, you and I played. Um, there's the one with the wall that you and Jared and I played. I forgot where you, you have were to in like, that game. You have to like build above or beyond right, the wall. Right, yeah, right. it's it's really cool. I forgot that you were involved. Yeah. In that. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I do have one more map that uh, that um, Tim sent me, so we need mm -hmm. to get that one because I've yeah. done all the other maps and they're yeah. all fun. So I looked all in the different. book. I. I also really like role player. I think the first time I, and only time I played was over here, and I haven't with, played adventures yet. With Adam, right? I don't know. No, I don't know. Uh, um, I, the only time I played role player uh, with y'all was when we were still in uh, one of the other adventure. We groups. didn't play it here. No, not. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we did, did play. play we here. did play yeah. here once here, but I don't uh, remember Jay. Was I don't know. I don't know. I don't but Jay I know the only time I played was here, and I'd love to play role player adventures. I opened up my copy of role player finally, and there's like they give you a pamphlet, you know, with Thunderworks games, all the stuff that's coming out, all the stuff that you sure. get, and there's three more maps for cartographers. Like, oh wow, there's like an ice one, and there's two others that I have never seen before, but apparently, like they're gonna keep. You know, making for new stuff. Yeah, for cartographers. Oh, these map packs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But about every other month, they come out with a new map pack. Yeah, super cool. They're up to like six of them now or seven of them. There's yeah. a lot. So yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple more for you to try. He does like rolling rights, but not the super heavy ones. To me, Steve, if you played silver and gold, this is, it's not silver and gold, but it, it does have that feeling of yeah. filling out stuff as you're flipping the cards. Yeah. I, it doesn't really feel like anything. It feels like its own game, right? Yeah, I I can't really immediately think of another one. Railroad um, Inc. is close, but it's not. It doesn't feel like Railroad Inc. either. There's a um, floor plan which floor kind plan? of has the same yeah. feel where you're filling polyominoes in, but I feel like uh, Cartographers really is breezy. You you look at your cards, you look at your objectives, and you figure out what you're gonna do. Yep. I do. I had told you that the original cartographers I was okay on. When you graft on the heroes and you have, mm -hmm. you know, the adventurers and you mm -hmm. have the monsters all yeah. mixed in together, and then you throw in all the different maps, to mm -hmm. me that elevates it into a great game. Mm -hmm. All right, what about you, Adam? You've been playing anything uh, good lately? Um, we just got. We just finished You're playing a fun game of Nemesis. Uh, Awaken Realms has some of the best stuff coming out there. I promise you that. Um, looking forward to the uh, the sequel to Tank the Grail, but we haven't got that yet. What Are I they did start to make ISIS uh, Vanguard. Uh, IS, ISS oh, Vanguard, ISS Vanguard. But I, I did all mine in one shipping, so I don't have the split shipping. Ah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but what I do have that came in recently is Frosthaven, dum, 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 and that's dum, the one that we're looking dum, forward dum, to. Dum, right there is the one. Dum, if you're familiar with Gloomhaven dum, at all, then the classic thing to uh, to do the unlocking Gloomhaven to get all the characters and really explore the whole game is to retire your characters once you retire your characters then you unlock the new characters and a slightly new road and, and city events and stuff like that this time when you unlock your characters you open up new buildings i've got a sell. false david story for you go ahead all right so bradley's not here tonight okay all right. he's working mm -hmm. jared's not here tonight because mm -hmm. he's uh wizarding. computering yeah he's wizarding <laughs> okay like everyone else in the world today it seems okay. like the whole internet went slow because everybody's playing that game that's me and then the, you two <laughs> And then the third person is Jeremy. And Jeremy couldn't make it tonight. You know why? Because he's playing Frosthaven. He's unboxing yeah, yeah, yeah. Frosthaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. You're turning yeah. down a chance to play with DJ Bill and Adam the Austin to oh. unbox a game? That's Mine not came even on Friday. Game. If, if, if I wasn't here, I'd be doing that. Oh, my gosh. I hear it's massive. I mean, I've never played Gloomhaven, but I, I, I know how big it is, right? I see all the dragons at Gen Con. I, oh, you yeah. Know, it's... 
I, I can't imagine how cool it is. So he's playing Nova Luna online. I have tried Nova Luna a couple times. I don't yeah. rock it. I, I'm going to need a physical teach because I just don't get it. But back back to Frost Haven. I've only played uh, I played the first three or four scenarios of Gloomhaven, and then Melissa Duga loved she. She took my place one night and then said, thank you, I'm just going to keep playing. <laughs> Which is fine with me, because because yeah. my kids got me Jaws of the Lion for my, uh, oh, yeah, for yeah. my birthday one year. And we've gone through Jaws of the Lion, like, I guess about five or six uh, scenarios or seven scenarios. Every time I play it, I go, I want to play this more. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those campaign things mm -hmm. where you got to have that regular group that, that, you know, that sticks with it. And my regular group would be you know Jack and Matt, and mm -hmm. both of them are in school right now, yeah, so I yeah, just yeah. can't do it. But yeah. I, I, if Jaws of the Line is anything like Frosthaven, I love, I really do like those campaign games. I think that uh, that Isaac does a good job. Basically, Jaw, yeah, Jaws of the Lion is just like a, a Frosthaven or Gloomhaven light. Right. Hmm. And then, uh, and then, in the the rule, there's an 80 page rule book for Frosthaven. Luckily enough, though, in the first 50 pages, they blew this blue star, like the frost frozen part, mm -hmm. and got this uh, light blue text or whatever that these are the new Frosthaven rules. They did a lot of things that, that we that we house ruled in the other in the other one. Um, but uh, but and then the last thirty pages are, are pure Frosthaven. That's base building, retiring your characters, and unlocking new secret events. And and this these rules had something that the other rules didn't have, which are uh, which is based in a lot of your legacy games, which are these stickers. They're going to mm. add new rules as you unlock new buildings okay, like or get more into the yeah. scenario. Nice. Like Charterstone. So Jaws of the Lion, I think, has a one-page rule book. <laughs> and the reason is it teaches, you the, it teaches you the game as you go through each yeah, scenario. Yeah. The first four or five introduce the rules yeah. of the game as you're playing. Yeah. And I like that because that's, I mean, that's how video games are, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't remember the yeah. last time I got a video game that had a rule book. Yeah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't rule, <laughs> read the rule book. No, you know, the tutorial it, teaches you, You right? say that, but I remember when video games did have rule books. Sure. And I actually oh, liked dude. it. Like, that, was, that was pretty cool to like... Have the book inside the box. I would mean, yeah. I remember the Some first time playing uh, playing video games since before you were born. Yeah, probably. That's true. <laughs> I remember, and Steve, Steve will back me up. I remember uh, there was a, the first time I ever got a video game that had no rule book. I'm like, well, how are we gonna play? <laughs> There's no rule book in yeah. here. Every game had a rule book all the way back to the Atari yeah. 2600. Duga is not coming tonight. I can't remember what it is. He's washing his toenails. He didn't actually it? give us any <laughs> reason. He toenails were be, in the conversation. He did say they had to be washed. They yeah. don't wash themselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand how toenail washing is separate from just like regular oh, bathing, yeah. but that, that's a situation that maybe I... <laughs> what is that in front of you? Yeah, let's see what we got here. Okay, so, no, no. We, we better, let's change the subject real quick. Like. We, we better change the subject. All right. So we got the old mystery box. We're about to play Donut Shop. We're going to get that in a second. But I got a mystery box in. Uh, I think I know what it is. I think I know where it's from. I did open. The, I did pop open the top of it. But let's see what we got. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Put that in there. So we got. That's Let's that's what I get all the time. Stampede. At least at least it's uh, paper, not plastic, right? Stamp Farm. Oh, Stamp Farm. Anything you've heard of? I've not heard of this one. From Diviochi Games. DV okay. Games. They go uh -huh. by now, uh -huh. but they used to go by Diviochi. Uh, they make a lot of really cool games. I'm trying to think of yeah, one that I would know. Gosh. Any of the Deckscape games, like that one over there, mm -hmm. I love all the Deckscape games. Those are probably my favorite escape room uh, type games. Um, they make a lot I of know card they, games too. They make something I really, really love, and I can't remember what it is. But they I make a lot of card uh, games. I don't know. I don't know if you guys made this one or not, but uh, it was made in China. So stamp form. <laughs> Sally is putting her form in order. Help her arrange her animals so that each one is in the right place. I think what it is, it's a roll and stamp. 
That's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, but I've Me. never seen that. Yeah. My grand Me. bugs love stairs. It's just going to be my little rolling right? Exactly. There you That's, go. Right. <laughs> That's what they built it, if I remember right. They build it as kind of a friendly rolling right, look, age six to ninety nine. There you yeah. go. So that's perfect. Steve, 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 put that on the little corner here. If you if you can, do me a favor and look up DV Games and tell me what they make that I probably love because I I can't think of what it is, but I'm sure they make something that is high up on my on my list. For me, it's Deskscape. That, that's my favorite yeah. DV. Uh, Ooh, game. this looks now. This looks sweet. I don't know any. I know about that one because I remember reading about that one when it came out. This one's called Bonsai. It's designed by Rosario Battiato, Massimo Borzi, and Martino Chiacchieri. Interesting. You want to take a look at that? Oh my sure. gosh. There's, there's, there's hex tiles. So it looks like you start with... Bang the dice game. That's right. They, they, I think Only they, not bang, because I haven't played okay, bang not, yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it says, a bonsai is a living work of art. A perfect miniature plant. A microcosm that contains within itself the mysteries of the universe, unhinged and unchanged, all, and unchanged in all but dimensions. dimensions. So you become an expert bonsai master and grow your own bonsai. Show the cultivation skills and gain a spot in the Imperial Garden to show your masterpiece. This, that sounds right up your alley, man. This looks awesome. It looks like you draft like pieces of the bonsai tree. And yeah, you gain tiles, you use them to grow your bonsai. So this you is just artwork. That's not your style. Game, <laughs> Unfortunately, that's well, probably that not the that, that would be the neatest, wouldn't it? Grow yeah. your own style. And we're and looking at this big score. giant bonsai tree here in the box. Oh, yeah. BJ, this looks awesome. I don't think that comes awesome. Yeah, they can see that. Right. Okay, now, so, speaking, um, speaking of what you can see, look at the chat now. Isn't that, isn't that so much easier? <laughs> There's another one. It's Deck not Deckscape Deck Deck or Detective. Detective is my favorite escape room games of all. Yeah. I'm telling you, they are so cool. I have a couple if you want to uh, try one. Do you do y'all like those kind of games? I, I I don't like dislike them or love them, but Kristen loves these are three D versions. You actually really? build, in, it's a little card box, and you build out a little three D castle or hmm. house, and so you're looking at it from different angles, trying to pick up the clues. And there's cards that you play. So if okay. it's something you guys might be interested, yeah. I've, got, I've got a bunch in there. Okay, so. yeah. They send them to me, and I review them. I never wait. I like them better than the Deckscape. Although Steve and I did a Deckscape game together online one time, lots of games called Dark Tales. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know. It'll, it'll come to me eventually. Like something from uh, appreciate it, Disney. Disney. It sure seems like we played a DV game together, Neil. So, so, so look, yeah. So looking at this, looking at the back again, and looking how the bonsai uh, grows out. Yeah. It reminds me of this game we uh, played that where you put the cards uh, and you grow a, a organically there grow a, a tree. Kodami? Yeah, you, it sounds Kodami familiar. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then scoring game. is based on how many leaves you have that have a certain flower or a certain snail. Oh, yeah. It's or, Kodami's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it looks and feels... Game. I know you played that game. I played that once about six years ago. Like a BG, BG or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I played I, I actually games taught that BG. game. I was, I was uh, doing some work for Indie Boards and Cards, and that was one of their games. So sweet, sweet. I taught that game, oh, my God, over and over for... Packs, uh, uh, Pack Southwest, like for four days in Austin. <laughs> That's what it is, Steve. It's and I got about eighty-seven percent of the rules right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> By the end. By the end. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Wonderbook. That's the DV game. Oh that, yeah, yeah, Wonderbook. You I played just, that. At I PAX. just picked it up for Kristen at Gen Con. Oh, Gen Con. We okay. uh, when she when she went to BGG with me year before last, I believe. I'm curious. Brad, Brad and I, that game made mm -hmm. our top. 
and most anticipated games of Gen Con. Mm-hmm. And when Bradley went, he like bolted there to get a demo, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Yeah." Okay. What'd yeah. you think? That, that that sounds about right for Bradley. No, he was so excited about it before so, because of the way the when you it's, it's, one, remember those books where you open up and the and thing yeah, folds it's out. A, it's a pop yeah, out. yeah, pop up book. So it's like an book. escape yeah. room game. Yeah. With a pop up book. Yeah. So I'll, I'm I'll tell you, you it's I, we've gone through I want to say like all but the last chapter. I think we have one or two chapters left, and it's really interesting the way they they've written the story. Um, your characters are these little kids, and you like go into the book, and there's like dragons and all this magic, but. I really don't know if we're making the right choices in the game because it gives you these like hints that maybe what the plot is is not actually the plot and like you're oh. not actually on the right track. So like I'm really curious to see if we've been doing the right thing for the story or A not. Bigger and, world than you thought. Yeah, it's 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 really well done as far as the construction of the book, etc. Um, it's not it's not easy. <laughs> it's oh, a little you, challenging. Is it a vibe like what's the what's the the show that we like with the kids riding on bicycles that play D and D in the basement. Stranger, oh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. No, no, it's it's, plot line? it's more. I mean, the the plot line is really you just fall into this magical book and there's two feuding dragons and stuff happens. Okay, but um, it reminds me a little more of uh, kind of like maybe zombie teens with like a pop up oh. element. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you said there had dragons in it. There's, there's a couple dragons. Then, dragons then, it, then it would be a lot more like an old Saturday morning cartoon show called Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that was such a good show, man. <laughs> it was a bunch of kids who ended up becoming the Dungeons and Dragons characters in this new story. Man, I never missed that show on Saturday mornings. That was a show from when he and I were... Well, I, I, I might have been a little bit older when it finally did come out. Right? I didn't realize Saturday morning cartoons were a thing before the 90s. Well, no, no, there was the, the only opposite. that was the only time they to watch cartoons. Morning cartoons anymore. There was there was no such well, thing as Family well, Guy. In there. Yeah, no, I thought that, I thought Simpson. that was just like a '90s to like 2005. Oh no, and Justice League of America every Saturday morning. Oh, Scooby Doo every Saturday morning. No. So between between <laughs> rough, so the the Three Stooges would come on early in the morning. And then, but that's and not the little rascals. It's not. Yeah, no, no that would be. Or, I mean, the one I've got, seen. If you got up, no, if you got up, they would uh-huh. come on early in the morning, and then uh-huh. starting around eight o'clock ish. Yeah, eight o'clock. That's when there. you would have these live action shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Marty, Marty, and Sid. No, Cross. I, I didn't watch any of the didn't Power Rangers. I didn't watch the live live action. Yeah, stuff. it wasn't. It was a Power Rangers, but it would be similar to what Power Rangers. Okay, would yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it would be like the. It would be like a Power Hour. Steve can help me out. You have a Power Hour, and they would mix in all these little cartoons. With live action singing and, and hmm. action things. And then after that, it was all cartoons. You had Space Ghost, you had the Justice League. That's probably the one that was my favorite, was the Justice Transformers League. Transformers for me. Yeah, was that was a little thing. later than me, but uh, Justice League with uh, with Scooby Doo. That's the two right. I just Wait. never missed. We had, I mean, they're not culturally appropriate today. Oh, you mean all the Hanna Barbera, like uh, all those. Yeah, yeah, Hong Kong. Uh, what was the, the caveman? Oh, my God. Love Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman. Oh man! So the, and then you had a, a <laughs> blue, blue falcon so and a like, wonder. Away. Well, as you guys are talking about these shows, I'm like, wait a second! Did I remember watching these on Cartoon those? Network, but Cartoon Network did a thing called Boomerang, where oh, they yeah, would bring back old shows. Sure. So that makes a lot of sense. I didn't know Space Ghost was that old, though. So I might be mixing up where the Space Ghost was on Boomerang, but I remember Space Ghost as a kid. Also. Space Ghost was early on, because okay, in, so in the in the 90s, they, they did the uh, the talk show, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That's what he's yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's yeah, that, but that's different. Yeah, yeah. That's based on all the old characters, just wow. like 
Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, yeah. was also the old oh Hanna Barbera character too. What was the one that we with Bill Cosby? What was the the Cosby? Uh, oh, it was the Cosby watched? Show. Every Saturday morning. No, it was Saturday morning cartoon Wait, with all the Cosby which, kids. You know which one it I really like big, though? That oh, has, it's a oh, Fat Albert, dude. Fat Albert. Yeah, Fat yeah, Albert. That's a great hey, hey, hey. That's a great so, one. Saturday morning was. A, I mean, you one. couldn't because remember we didn't have Cartoon Network or Boomerang, so we would go all week and all you could watch was from three thirty to five. You had Gilligan's Island and Batman, and that's about it. So those are live action. Those were to watch until Saturday morning, and it was Saturday morning between eight and twelve. After that, it was sports all day. Yeah, it was. When you were a kid, sports. When you were a kid, you plopped yourself in front of a TV between eight and twelve. That's it. That's my my mother could happily go get groceries for like three hours straight. I'd still be there watching TV. Bad yeah. That's right. No, the one that I, I, I really liked that was on Cartoon Network was um I don't I don't remember the exact name of the show, but it was with Penelope Pitstop and they would be racing the car. Uh, uh pole position. No? No, no not pole position. Uh wait, yeah, oh. what's the one where the different teams cartoon characters competing in the race? Yeah. Oh wait, no, wait. he's talking about the one that we had when we were kids. Um Dastardly uh, what was that one? Do you remember that one? There was a, they had this cross country race, and they had three different, and they were all cartoon characters. And one team was terrible. They were, that was the one with um, Daster, Dick Dasterly and Muttley, his little wacky racers. Wacky race. That's wacky it. Race. Yeah. No. There's a board game for that. There is. It's, yeah. it's really I think, nice. I wouldn't be I think Simon came out with it, right? Wacky I don't, I don't know. Did it ever come yeah. out? I know it went to Kickstarter. Yeah, I played it like okay, on, so a, on the table. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was Saturday morning cartoons. That's wow. we we could not wait for those things. Laugh Olympics. Oh man, so many of those things to watch. See, those are those yeah. are the All IPs right. that that right, Ravensburger and and Funko need to take and just like get get some games. Get all those forward. Saturday morning yeah. cartoons. That'd be, that'd be yeah. great. A lot, a lot of these uh, franchises, like Taco Bell, etc., they were they were capitalizing on those things that they knew that uh, people from. 20 or 30 years ago would be interested in. I remember when they did the whole Rocky and Bullwinkle show uh, back in the, about 30 years ago or so. That was a big deal on, um, I'll talk about it. Same, about the same time that Demolition Man came out. So they would, they would, they would, they would, I mean, right now they should be doing something. Someone should be doing a promo on Animaniacs. Yeah. And all the people True. that have, you know, mom, uh, have a, a healthy amount of money coming in would probably uh, would buy, buy into all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's gone. Okay. Wait, what y'all trying to do? There was somebody trying to send some, some advertisements. Oh, okay, gotcha. Not in the gumbo pot, we say. No, get out of the gumbo pot. <laughs> Speaking of, I made gumbo. Did you? Yeah. Um, it was on Thursday, okay. I think. Chicken sausage. Not yeah. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, was, it was really good. It was really good. We froze it on Sunday, and I had some today. I froze some today, and still good. So yeah. You know, there's only thing better than first day gumbo. Second day gumbo. There's only thing better than. Second day gumbo. Yeah, second yeah. day gumbo. Yeah. Second day gumbo. Oh, yeah. Like it's one of the few, the few foods mm-hmm. that's actually better the next day. Yeah. It's better the next day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Well, thank you, for Steve, for, uh, for noticing that band hammer. Yeah. And we got it done. All right, so we have one more thing, and, and Jay did not know I was doing this. Uh-oh. Oh, what? <laughs> Can we see that? For the month of February, yeah. your buddy Adam is yeah. running a promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is for Spotlight, a game of secret area control. Who designed this? I'm trying to remember. Oh, that's right. VJ Bell and Adam. <laughs> nah. St- is it Stickter? Is that how you Stickter. Stickter, Stickter yep. yeah. From yeah. Jack and Peace Games. Yeah. And in, in honor of uh, you know the black designers that are out there mm-hmm. the entire month, he's actually donating all of his profits to you. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. J-Bell's 
first published design? Yeah, that's this my first. Guy, that's right? the first game that's ever come out by with J Bell's design involvement. All right, DJ Bell, how do people get their hands on a copy of Spotlight? So you can pick up Spotlight on Drive Through Cards. It's available through their website. Um, I I believe it's still available on the Game Craft. It is. It's okay. a little bit more expensive. Yeah, it's a little more expensive cards. on drive through cards. And I, I will tell you that um, we were able to utilize the tuck box for drive through cards. And I'll, I'll go ahead and for the first time on, on the interwebs reveal a secret that oh, not yeah. a lot of people know about the box. So okay. if you buy the game on drive through cards, there's actually a really neat little thing that Adam and I tucked away, tucked away in the tuck box. So if you undo the box, it's a one-piece tuck box, but there's actually a hidden area What? inside of the box. Some lanyap inside the game? Yeah, so you can Come rip on. this off, and the box still goes back together, and you can play with an extra area. You I get 16, this, but yeah, that's the 17th area hidden in the box. So mm-hmm. pick it up on drive through cards, get yourself some lanyap, and have some fun. If you like Marvel Snap, Spotlight is actually a lot like Marvel Snap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty apt comparison. It's a it's a uh, card game version of Marvel Snap. Yeah. Without the IP. Yeah. I don't think you guys had the money for that IP. For no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll talk game. to we'll talk to DC and hear them tell us no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right, and, and give us your co-designer for that. What's Adam's yeah, last so name? Yeah, so Adam's sure? last name is Stickter. He's a designer out of Bloomington, Indiana, and Adam honestly is a genius when it comes to making car- games that are just card based. And that's that's sort of how I like jumped onto the project. He and I were just chatting on Twitter one day, and we decided to play each other's games. And he showed me like three different card games that he uh, was working on. Spotlight being one of them. And I was like, How do you, how do you? How do you get that to work so well with just cards? And uh, he asked me to help him with this project, and Spotlight was born. But there yeah. you go. It's it's really fun. And uh, you taught it to the uh, STM Board Game Club, and yeah, they yeah, yeah. loved it. By the way, all right. So that's Spotlight. You can get it all this month in February, on sale, and all the profits go to DJ Bell. So, and Adam's happy to do that. DJ from Board Game Gumbo here. I've got Donut Shop. And I've got DJ Bell and Adam over there in the corner. Adam the Austin. Adam the Austin. And we're going to be playing Donut Shop from 25th Century Games. It's a chill game about collecting and boxing up donuts. Okay. It's time to make the donuts, Jay. <laughs> Do you know that phrase? Or yeah, not? yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's still part of the zeitgeist or not, but time to make some donuts. Let's get right to that Game Topper's LLC table and see how it plays. All right, time to total it up. Make some change as we need. I have a whopping Make some change as we need. 600 and... You might have $6? That's a good 45. day of life, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> $6.45. And that's 50 more. He's still drawing hundreds. Mm. 550. $5.95. $5.95. $5.95. $5.95. $6.45. Nicely done, Jay. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah. We made some donuts. We made some donuts. That was fun. That was really fun. This is pretty cool. I do like this one. Let's see. Donuts. I'm not in the shop. Making the donuts. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think, Adam? It's a, yeah, it's all right. It's good. It's one of those things where you plan and then oh no, you took my move from me. <laughs> I want to make the donuts. You know, it's interesting though. I've 
I was never really paying attention to what you took from any of these piles. I know I could have, you know, and played accordingly, but I think it was a little more interesting worrying about what was going on in my little donut area. Yeah, I was more looking at what, what the colors were on there and just trying to match up, try to get mm -hmm. the uh, shape so I can mm -hmm. build whatever was in my hand and whatever was left. And then the last one, I thought I played it cool where I was like, okay, I, as long as they don't lock me into uh -huh. blues, uh -huh. I'm okay. And I had three different spots to make the, uh, uh, I had two different spots to make the dozens and plenty enough to make the nines. But I was like, I've got two beautiful spots for the dozens. And both of you planted these 45 yeah. cents right yeah. in the middle of my little, yeah. Look at this. This would have been such yeah. a sweet one right there for 12. Yeah. yeah. Same thing here. I had a nice little dozen. Well, so. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I don't think the <clears throat> score matter, would have mattered for the score very much. No, I wasn't, wasn't going to say it. Yeah. I, I consciously picked the second white one at mm, one point. Sprinkles. And I did that because I wanted the double to be able to use it wild. as a wild. Right. I should have been digging in for that other blue. Because yeah. one other blue and not a... Oh, would I have yeah. anything anywhere? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Lennon, I like it because it's got this just kind of a chill, you know, vibe where you're, you, you, it, it is important to watch what the other player's doing, but not so much what they're picking mm -hmm. because things are going to change so fast. But look, I also like the hidden thing where you're picking one and then drawing a blind off that. Sure. That makes it fun. It's pretty cool. And you never know exactly what's in there. You can't memorize all the patterns because some of the cards are out of the deck and some of the, car, some of the tiles are in the box, so... It's got a bunch of different ways to do that, but uh, when Lynn and I play it now, we've gotten it down to like 30 minutes or something like that, 40 minutes to play a quick little Does anything game. change with two players? Are you still using the same still number of tiles? the same one. Yep. Nice. It's basically the same game. Probably feel like you have a lot more control with a lot more points. We scored about it, right? Hmm. Five or six hundred, I'd have to, I'd have to check, or five or six dollars, whatever you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. So. And we were, but I mean, all three of us were within a dollar of each other. Mm -hmm. We were pretty close. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were in 50, well, yeah, a dollar, yeah. I had five fifty. We were five ninety five. Yeah, we were fifty cents. We were fifty cents with each other. We're all fifty cents yeah. apart. So yeah. I like it. That's Donut Shop from Jeffrey Allers and Chad Elkins' group over there at Twenty uh, Fifth Century Games out of Atlanta. It's going on Kickstarter along with uh, Colorfield and Aguea. I think it's the name of the third game. All three of them are chill, thirty to forty minute. In fact, actually, Colorfield only takes twenty minutes. Uh, nice. Chill games that you play about picking colors and, and matching up, and I, well, they're they're what I like to call conversational games because you can still have a conversation and chat with people while you're playing. Yeah, you're not having to think too hard, but at the same time, you're going to score more if you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that is a donut shop. We made some donuts today. Check it out on Kickstarter coming out pretty soon from our friends at 25th Century Games. All three games will be there on Kickstarter. Until next time, for Jay and for Adam, the Austin. It's BJ. Laissez les bons temps rouler.